Welcome into the PFF NFL Daily. Today, getting into some draft discussion and answering the all-important question, who is the best cornerback in the draft? It's all brought to you by DraftKings. The tournament is in full swing and the action hasn't disappointed. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the college basketball team of your choosing pulls off the win. That's code PFF to turn $1 into $100 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right, Sam, it's draft season. We've been grinding the film. Renner's been on it for a long time, but the cornerback position is always one where people's opinions are all over the place. Even last year, there seemed like there was a consensus. Jeffrey Akuda was the top cornerback, but there were reports that many teams had CJ Henderson as the top corner. This year's no different. On the PFF draft board, we have Caleb Farley from, from Virginia Tech, Patrick Sertan from Alabama, and then J.C. Horn from South Carolina. I've seen reports that any one of these guys could be the top corner off the board. So what do you think? Let's break it all down. Yeah, um, I think it, it reminds me a lot of the receiver group <clears throat> from a year ago, and maybe even this year as well, where there's two clear guys at the top and then a sort of third wild card that other people would have as the number one but the difference between the two guys at the top is I think one is a lot safer than the other but the upside of the other guy is pretty special so the two guys I'm talking about are um, Caleb Farley who is just a physically freaky dude like uh, somebody at that size should not be capable of moving the way he is um, so his upside, I think, is just incredible. And then you've got Patrick Sertan, the second junior. What do we call Sertan? Patrick Sertan 2? Uh, 2.0? Yeah, so Patrick Sertan 2.0, I think, is just this absurdly safe cornerback. Like, he's so good, so polished. Exactly what you would expect the son of a top-flight Pro Bowl cornerback to look like. Like, his floor, I think, is so insanely high, I think a lot of people would have him as a number one corner just because of that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the, with Far, with Farley, he's got some sort. He's got the the lower back issue. Let, let's just take that out of out of the equation for a minute, because as of now, we don't know how serious that's going to be. But I, I think with Farley and Sertan, it's definitely a clear case of freaky athleticism versus incredible. The, the word patience just keeps coming to mind every time I watch Sertan yeah. play. He is so patient. Um, and then I said almost too patient. There's times he'll let the receiver move him around just a little bit and then create some separation inside. But Sertan just does not interfere. He just no penalties, uh, doesn't doesn't overcommit too much uh, and then just waits and, and, and plays the ball at the catch point at the right time. Whereas. Farley is like, man, I cannot believe some of the plays that he put on film where he was beaten and it's like, oh, you're back at the catch point. Oh, you're back. You're so athletic. He's so athletic and balanced in press coverage. So there's a lot to like about both of those guys. Who is your ultimate preference between Farley and Sertan? Do you agree with the board Renner's put together with Farley at the top? Yeah, I would go with Farley number one. I think the stuff that he has in his locker that is special, I think is, it's just unique. You don't find that. And I, I think you've got to take a shot that he can be something truly exceptional. He has the best makeup speed I think I've ever seen at the cornerback position. Um, certainly since we've been 
evaluating seriously. I think William Jackson held that crown as having the best makeup speed, recovery speed of any cornerback we've seen. Farley's is better. And there's so many of those plays where like, he's not in great position when the ball's put in the air and then gets back in phase or gets back to be able to cover it. And because he's got that length and size, once he's close, he's able to make a play on the ball when it arrives. Um, he's also just got the best burst towards the ball I've ever seen from a cornerback as well. So that's the kind of stuff that you really can't teach. You really can't find a guy that's capable of doing that. You can improve his technique at the line a little bit, and you can uh, give him a little bit of uh, help in terms of mirroring receivers and matching their release off the line. But there's no teaching a guy how to recover the kind of distance that he can recover when he's beaten. And in the NFL, everybody gets beaten. Like, you're going to be out of phase sometimes. The question is, how can you react when that happens? All right, so the number three corner on our board, as I mentioned earlier, is is J.C. Horn. And I've definitely seen some people say, hey, he's the best corner in in the draft. And I can can see why people love J.C. Horn. I mean, the dude is a ball hawk, 95th percentile, forced in completion percentage uh so one of the best at just getting his hands on the ball he's got that attitude gets in people's faces also has some of the freakiest play- we talk about farley's freaky plays I, horn has some of the best uh not only just interceptions but the play where he just whooped a wide receiver on a screen and then perfect form tackle on the ball carrier he's got some awesome plays on film what are your thoughts on horn and can you see why teams maybe have him as their top corner I Yeah, I think specific teams and specific schemes will have J.C. Horn as their top corner. I I just don't think he's as good as the other two. I think there is a clear drop-off between those two and him. And, you know, there's a gra- I think the, the comparison is really good between um, Sertan and J.C. Horn in particular, not just because they're both sons of former Pro Bowl caliber uh, NFL players, but... Patrick Sertan is just so fluid in his movements, and he is really athletic. We saw from his pro day numbers, he's not like an absolute physical freak, but he's really athletic, and I think he knows that. And because of that, he always does play with this just incredible ability to be under control, never get out of uh, over his own feet and all those kinds of things. And when you were watching his tape, every single cornerback prospect coming into the NFL, there's at least one bad beat in there where they lose to a double move. Sertan doesn't ever. It never happened in his college career. He is he never overly um, attacks that first move, and he's never beaten by the second one. J.C. Horn is struggles more with those. He does have a bad beat on the double move, like everybody else. But just generally, his movements are way more stiff than Sertan and then and Farley. He just doesn't have the same fluidity um, and needs that kind of physicality to to negate that. When I looked at Horn, and uh, there was, I don't want to overrate one or two plays, but he had one play where he's dropping into zone coverage, sees a crosser that really isn't his, somebody else was in man, and he just breaks off of his deep third and just uh, picks it off. And that reminded me a lot of Marcus Peters. And I I think there are some Marcus Peters-like traits with with Horn. He'll get beat uh, every now and again because he's so aggressive, but the the uh, just being a ball magnet like Marcus Peters is I could see JC Horn having that volatile type of career like a Marcus Peters from a production standpoint I think he will and look even just on a simple 
on simple terms, like his coverage numbers are worse than the other guys as well. He he hasn't been as good as them in college. Um, he gave up five touchdowns the last two years, every single season of his career. He gave up a pass of at least 40 yards long. Um, like his his coverage numbers just aren't in the same ballpark as those other guys. And I think it's because he isn't quite the same level of uh, polished cornerback that the other two are. So, uh, yeah, I think in specific uh, schemes, you know, if you run a lot of press man, J.C. Horn's your guy. Um, so I think there are teams that would have him as their number one guy on the board. But as a general, uh, all things being equal term, I, I think he's a step below the other two. Uh, Caleb Farley uh, did not play in the 2020 season, but in 2019 allowed a passer rating of just 26.8 into his coverage. Uh, so, yeah, the athleticism, the size, but also the production. That's why Farley's number one on our board. I think it's fair to say Farley, Sertan, and Horn are the clear top three. Is anyone else even in the in the equation here? Asante Samuel's number four on our draft board, but I think we're looking at it as a bit of a drop-off from those top three. Yeah, we are. Asante Samuel is really interesting because you go into this and you're like, it would be lazy to just compare him to his father on the basis that but they're the same guy. They are but exact they are. clones yeah. of each other. We should really check if Asante Samuel Jr. is actually just a clone of Asante Samuel Sr. Um, and because of that, so you look at his skill set and you start analyzing it in a vacuum and you say, ah, I mean, that size is a real problem in today's NFL. You need to be a really special ball hawk to offset that. On the other hand, like, that's what his dad did. I mean, his dad was not a great athlete either. He was undersized, and yet he's one of the best ball-playing cornerbacks the game has seen in the last 20 years. So if you look at it strictly in those terms, like, the other three would have to be very, very good players to be better than Asante Samuel Sr. So if Junior can do what Sr. did, he's in the mix, right? Yeah, and and look, that's the thing about cornerbacks, man. If you go back and... Uh, look at the best cornerbacks in the league. They certainly weren't, you know, in order of their draft position of of all the positions where you can have a star show up from a, a second round pick or in Richard Sherman's case, a later round pick. Uh, it, it is the cornerback position. So it's wide open. But PFF terms, we're going Caleb Farley right now as the top cornerback in the league or in the draft. And we'll see what happens with his back issue. Let us know. Who do you think? Who's the best cornerback in the draft? It's a PFF NFL Daily. 